Welcome back, everybody. This is the Price to Sell podcast. I want to thank you again for tuning in. This is episode two. We have Dimitris Janitsos. He is the number one real estate agent in Toronto for social media. So this is going to be a very good one for you guys to listen to. We focus on how he came from a reality TV show into the business of real estate and then dig into a little bit about EXP Realty. If that interests you, this is the episode for you. Enjoy. Welcome back, everyone, to Toronto's number one real estate podcast. This is the Price to Sell podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Campoli. And today, I have another very special guest, a good friend of mine in the industry. He is, his name is Dimitris Janitsos with EXP Realty. Yes, sir. Ranked number one on social media in Toronto. I was on that list too, but number 12, which sucked. But he's the number one guy, so he's the guy you want to talk to. I don't, know, I don't know who picked that list. Yeah, he's You're the guy. You're number though. one, I'm number two. But welcome, man. Uh, this is our second time having a chat. First real estate focused chat. So I'm excited for this one. Love it. Um, if you want to give the crowd a little bit of background on yourself, who you are, what areas you service. I'll give you the short, the short background. Okay. Uh, yeah. Dimitri Genitos, sell real estate here in Toronto. I pretty much do downtown and then I work my way east. I know nice. you, we kind of work like opposite Yeah, ends, we do. Right? Which is good. Keep it that way. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding, right? <laughs> Stay off my turf. Yeah, for real. Um, but I pretty <laughs> I much do <laughs> downtown Toronto and then like Scarborough, Pickering, Ajax, uh, and a little bit of Whippy. Beautiful. So areas I don't touch. Fantastic. <laughs> so yeah, uh, tell us a little bit about your, your experience in the business and okay. kind of where, where you, where, what you got you into the business. Yeah, little Holy. history. Little history. It's it's been a road to yeah. get here, and I know we've been on your other podcast, and uh, I kind of give you a little bit there. But I mean, I started selling real estate in 2017 um, in Edmonton, Alberta, actually, and then moved to Toronto to be with my lovely girlfriend, uh, Aika, and I've been selling here ever since. So it's it's been a it's been a wild ride. We were actually we met on a reality TV show. Yep, which is how I ended up in Toronto now, and. Yeah, I didn't think that, you know, five years ago I would be selling real estate in Toronto when I was, you know, knee deep in the mud in the Alberta oil field. But here we are. Yeah, it's crazy. Those life twists. So just to dig into the reality show, a well-known show, uh, Big Brother Canada. So he was um, third runner up. Yeah, I was third. Third. So he placed third, had a little bit of a showmance, what they call it, (laughs) with his current girlfriend. And um, how did that? So coming off a TV show. Obviously, you get a ton of exposure. Yeah. You're going to have, I don't know how many people watch Big Brother. But I want to say in the millions. Yeah. They, I think the they average like about a, a million viewers per week or per episode. I don't remember the stat on Which that, is insane. Were you, were you in real estate prior? So how I kind of got into it was like I was working in the oil field. Yeah. You know, my father, he's a real estate investor and he kind of got me into it while all my friends were, you know, kind of out buying trucks and For sleds. Sure. Yep. You know, I got the old immigrant Greek dad saying, invest your money, go buy some rental properties. So I was accumulating my rental portfolio. And then when I got on the show, you know, becoming a real estate agent was kind of like that far-fetched dream. Like, oh, in another life, you know, I'd be this like real estate agent slinging condos and yeah. houses in a suit. And then I got off the show and I'm just like, okay, I've got my rental properties. I've got some cash in the bank. You know, if there's ever a time to take a run at it, now's the time. And then on top of that, I had met, you know, the love of my life on the show who lived in Toronto. And I'm like, okay, at the time I was working in the oil field, 
Well, I can't work in the oil field in Toronto because it doesn't exist. Yeah, it doesn't. I so, tried looking for it you once. Know, it's like, the, what, what can I do in Toronto that makes sense? Well, you know, real estate became it. So I, I actually got my license in Edmonton, sold for a year in Edmonton. I like to think of it as like my time in the minors. Yeah. <laughs> no hate on people in Edmonton yep. because Edmonton's awesome. But I mean, it's a different beast out here. For sure. Right? Like it's so fast paced. And then, yeah, I came to Toronto and just been slinging as many as i can amazing man i think that worked in divine timing because as a realtor having a big presence social media youtube wherever it is yeah really helps your growth big and time. you have a 300k subscribe subscription account with ica which everyone loves everyone knows you guys it's fantastic kudos to you guys now you have your own little real estate youtube channel which is blowing up plus your massive presence on, on instagram again ranked number one on social media in toronto so that's obviously given for a reason you know what i mean yeah so question i want to ask all my guests and a lot of realtors ask us out there is like how do you get your lead gen like what's your main yeah. source of clients because some people struggle you know what i mean and they want to find different methods and, and ways to get it so what, what's your main source of lead gen for sure i mean right now i'm getting a lot more referrals having been in the industry for you know a long enough time where now these clients are recommending their friends their family or their repeat clients um but at the beginning like i moved to toronto didn't know anyone and all that business came from instagram and i'm forever thankful for the exposure that you know the show did bring me but I will say that, you know, having that following or having that exposure doesn't immediately bring you business. When I moved here, my first six months in Toronto, I did zero deals. Yeah. I figured, you know, okay, I'm going to come over. There's some people on my Instagram that are from Toronto. They'll buy and sell with me. No, they won't. Yeah. You have to give them a reason to. And it wasn't until I started showing value for sure and posting regularly on my channels and just giving them tips, helping out value, value, value. And even then it was another six months before they started to roll in. Yeah. But if you just have it, you know, it's, it's just a number by your name and that, and that is literally it. It's a, it's a matter of like giving people something, building trust and then actually converting, you know, them into clients. And the best part I'll say about like social media, building your brand is that I'm not chasing these people down. You know, I'm not door knocking, bothering them. They're all reaching out to me. Listing appointments. I very rarely compete on them. People call me and they're just like, we've already made up our mind. It's powerful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's just being able to work your existing sphere and you don't need a big, you don't need a big following to do it. Like it could be, you know, the three thousand people that you know like uh, following that big just cultivating staying in front of them every mm -hmm. single day providing value and then being that top of mind person when they're ready to go exactly just watering them and all whatever's existing and just gotta trust the process yes you i do. agree with that fully i agree with that fully so recently you made a, a shift from what was your what was your previous brokerage? So I was at Sage Real Estate Sage. before. Okay, yeah, cool, yeah. cool. Which I, is like a boutique brokerage. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've heard it's it's uh, has it has that like that that vibe, yeah, kind of yeah. like a chestnut or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And um, you recently made the switch to EXP. Yep. So I definitely want to dig into EXP because yeah. it's definitely been a hot topic, especially in our industry. And uh, it is a newer real estate brokerage, cloud based. Yep. Um, I've dug into it. Clearly, I need to dig into it more based on our previous conversation before this, but. <laughs> It's an interesting concept and yes. it's a first, it, it is a, um, 
they are the pioneers with this concept. So if you could just kind of elaborate on like what EXP is and why, what kind of made the, helps you make the decision to join them. Yeah, I mean, the whole EXP conversation is like literally an hour, two hour conversation. We're, to go we're gonna, we're gonna give people the, the spark notes. <laughs> yeah, we'll give you, we'll give you the long short. I mean, the biggest thing for me is that it's the only brokerage that offered multiple streams of income. Traditionally, you know, we're out here slinging deals. The second we stop, no money. We stop getting paid. Agreed. Agreed. And like we know how valuable our time has become. It becomes mm -hmm. a real big fucking problem. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, really quickly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. And it's like, okay, how long can I do this for? I love selling real estate. I love doing it. But it's like I would also love to spend some time with my family and create passive income. And this gives you the opportunity to do that through its models. You get to earn equity ownership into a four billion dollar company by selling houses and doing everything that you would do at any other brokerage, you just get compensated more for it. So, you know, on top of that, the, the cloud-based brokerage, you know, obviously you save time from having to go into the actual office and then like the support that they give you is more instant, I would say. And like they give you tools like KB Core, you know, a bunch of resources to actually build your business. But at the end of the day, it was just like, okay, I'm going to be, I can build towards a future where I could potentially, you know, step away from the business, the physical part of it, you know, the physical part yeah. of it at, at least one day. And, and if it doesn't happen, let's say it doesn't work out. I'm in the exact same spot that I would be at any other exactly. brokerage. That's, good. That That's was, a very that was, good point. That was the aha moment for me. I'm like, okay, well, what do I have to lose? <clears throat> it's very true. It's very true. And especially, so in our business, like, you know, however many years you're in it, if you're not scaling properly, you're always just going to be on everyone else's time and. Yeah. and working your ass off you know and, and it becomes you reach a point where you can't you need to start like multiplying yourself yeah. in order to do more right and if you don't then you're always going to be kind of stuck at one point but it is very tiring man just being out there all the time and physically out there like it's long ass hours you know what i mean and yeah it's you know a lot great reward in the business for sure but a lot of people don't see the behind the scenes and what we're actually the, the output we're putting into it for sure and what i do like what what's cool about exp is because if you want to scale as a realtor and build a team um, that would be the way to do it. So you would have to build or kind of structure maybe an admin staff, yep. an assistant. And then around that, um, you know, start hiring some, some showing agents and then buying agents and then listing agents and, and you grow exponentially from there. But it is, it's a lot That's of work. That's a lot of work. That's a whole job on it its own. It is a whole job on its own. So what's cool with XP is it kind of helps you do it scalable it's very scalable it's very scalable talk about like the team building aspect of it yeah so so basically just for introducing people to the company and and this is modeled exactly off of keller williams too mm -hmm. like exp is just keller williams on steroids if yeah. you will um just like their profit share we have the revenue share and by introducing the company to other agents you get compensated through the brokerage and like what we're doing a little bit differently like you know, some people just send like blanket videos like, hey, check out EXP, you know, you can retire a gajillionaire in like five <laughs> years and like, let me know when you want to join. We're actually building out systems and processes for our agents to provide even more value on top of what EXP is already offering. So that way when they come, they're getting the tools to do more deals and they can also offer those tools to other agents, which give them a reason to join our organization versus some other random EXP agent who's just like, hey, check out this video. Let me know when you want to sign up and I'll never talk to you again. Yeah, well, that kind of goes hand in hand with just any brokerage you're with or if you're like 
hey, come work with me. And then, you know, they show up and you're not training and not doing anything. Like, that's not going to go anywhere. Right. So just, it, re- it really speaks to you as a person ultimately. And if you're kind of, mo- sorry, I burped. I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> if, if you're modeled or you have that mindset already to be that person, that leader. Yeah. XP is cool because it helps you kind of do it in easier way, easier fashion. It's the new way of doing it. Is, it. it is. It's interesting. And it's, and it's funny because like we always talk as real estate agents about being entrepreneurs. Yeah. But like... Let's look at it from a, a traditional brokerage standpoint. We just have very demanding jobs. We do. Like, and that's it. And the entrepreneur aspect, like, get the fuck out of here with that. Yeah. Like, you're not an entrepreneur. You're, you're working a I'm commission gonna job. I'm going to take that out of my bio after this. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I should have removed that from my bio. So You know, we're very amateur <laughs> entrepreneurs where I think that this is kind of leading more towards the entrepreneur side of things you have so many different ways you can play this you could be a commission agent where you're out here slinging as many deals and you have all the tools to do it with an aggressive commission split great you could be solely building a team we have a couple agents who you know they have their license they do their personal deals but they are team building they're out here providing value for their agents and they're growing a rev share or you could be like most of us who do a little bit of both. Yeah. You know, we're out here doing our deals. When when you do something well, people naturally ask, what are you doing? Exactly. And right now it's a hot topic. You give them the information. If it's something that they gravitate towards, then great. If not, you know, you just go about your way and eventually it, it can become something that you can walk away from. 1000%. And then you are what I like to call an attraction agent. And I think those are the agents that do the best in the business because you're not out there busting chops. Yeah. And you know, desperate for the business, you're really not at all. And you have that opposite effect where people are just coming to you. And I think that with this model, um, it's just natural that you're going to get people who want to work with you. Yeah. And it's easy because you could just say, okay, here, here's what everything, all the value we add. And this is it. You know, if you want to follow, you follow, but this is how I do what I do. And I know you have the same business too. Like most of your business reaches out to you. They yeah. want to work with Matt mm-hmm. and it's, it's the same thing. Like there are some agents who are going out there spamming people on LinkedIn, Yeah, you know, People reach out to me. I'm just like, and at that point, you know, I just give you the information. If it works, great, go for it. If not, you know, whatever. Exactly, exactly. But I'll, I'll say this too. Like, and this was another aha moment for me when I joined. Looking at, you know, how how much I had to do to get, say, five thousand dollars worth of residual income. I'm like, okay, I I can do that in, per month. Per month, okay. yeah, five thousand dollars per month. I'm like, okay, I'm looking at the numbers. I'm like, okay, I can achieve that in a year, maybe a little bit less. Okay. I worked in the Alberta oil field for six years in the fricking minus 30 and the mud and the snow to buy three rental properties that bring me in $4,000 of residual income per month. Amazing. Six years. Mm -hmm. The the return on investment for passive income is just like insane. And I'm not saying don't buy rental properties. You know, it's a real estate podcast. Buy them. Buy them. Buy them all. But (laughs) And that's what I plan on doing with my, you know, residual income. I'm yeah, going to turn it into more. But anyways, but like when I weighed the pros and cons of that, I'm just like, this is insane. I can't not take a stab at this and see where it goes. And and it's such a new company that it's like getting in early. It's, it's like buying Apple stock before Apple became Apple. It's like, you know, getting into cryptocurrency before, you know, it blows up and becomes whatever. This is just something that I had to explore. And it's like where it goes. We'll see. Um, but so far it's looking pretty good. It seems like it seems like that. And are you always curious about this? Cause you know, now we are moving away from this kind of mindset where the, the, uh, the, the office you work at or the brokerage you work at really makes a difference. 
it's not really the case anymore because you know you are you like you're Demetrius I'm Matt right um, but have you had people or any setbacks using or letting people know I'm with EXP have you had people because interesting because I know a lot of people who aren't in the business don't know what it is yeah right just an outside like consumer let, let me tell you a story on this one I love stories okay you like the stories I have a client had a client she was a real estate agent from Vancouver moving to Toronto okay we had gone on whatever 20 25 showings she ended up buying a really nice hard loft in the toy factory after it was closing day or just before we're out for coffee kind of walking around talking and she's getting ready to move she we're on the topic of brokerages and she asked me what brokerage i worked for and this is after i sold her a condo yeah. <laughs> and i'm and she's a real estate agent yeah and she doesn't give a shit about yeah. what brokerage i worked for to the point where she didn't even know she signed the agreement that has the brokerage that yeah. i work for so it's like, if she doesn't care, I know the average consumer doesn't. And it really comes down to how you build your business. Mm -hmm. If you build your business and you're just like, oh, well, my brokerage is this, my brokerage is that, my brokerage is that. And if that works for you, that's great. You should probably make sure that you you know, work at a, a brokerage that has a lot of stuff I guess you could offer. They're, they're all, you know, for intensive purposes, gonna offer whatever the agent offers. So if you're leveraging that, then you know whatever. But I mean, I know me my business comes to me for me personally and these people don't even know yeah that's fair i, I experienced that a lot too so i can really yeah really uh resonate and, with that for sure and i mean exp i'm, I'm going to tell you right <laughs> now like they're in the states they're massive canada they're blowing up they're in like frick man i could go over like mexico brazil they just went into india uh, portugal France, like they're blowing up to the point where it's like within three, four years, like this is going to be that reputable brand that's worldwide. It's a movement for sure. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, and, and you see more and more, and you hear more and more people joining. It's it's really interesting, especially for an agent like myself being in the business five years. Like it's just a very interesting yeah. concept. So, speaking of the concept, do you see these cloud-based brokerages? Well, there's only one main one now, but do you see these cloud-based brokerages being the brokerage of the future? One hundred percent. Okay. I mean, I think that there's always going to be, you know, those brokerages that have the office, but it's like as an agent, the amount of times I've stepped foot in a real estate office is crazy low, let alone for the consumer who's going to step foot in a real estate brokerage maybe once in their life. It's not necessary. Yeah. Sellers, I'm meeting you at your house. Yeah. Like we got to look at the house in order to sell it. Buyers, I'm doing Zoom calls, uh, buyer consultations. It's unbelievable. I can pump out like four of them yeah. in you know an afternoon rather than driving all over the city, wasting an entire day. I can just go bang, 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 yeah. bang. And people are open to that. They yeah. like it. They're in the comfort of their own home. They don't gotta drive down to some awkward office where they never met and like, you know, it's just weird. Yeah. And or you're meeting them at the first property they wanna see. It's just like what, what do you need it for? It's true. And I, I'm, I'm an office guy. Like I've had an office since I started, but mainly for the purpose of me just having my own space. Yeah. And now I have that at my, where I'm living. So I find myself not really going to the office as much. So especially with COVID too. I mean, like it's, it's, um, it's, I don't think the office thing is a massive deal. Like it's good to have the culture. Sure. It's great to be around people, but you but, could, but I'll say this too, like, yeah. cause I, I was an office guy. Mm -hmm. I went to Sage's office, like shout out to Sage. You guys have the sickest office ever. 
Um, I actually really liked it. I was the guy who was there every day. There's never anyone else there to even like talk to or work with. If there was somebody else there to talk to and work with, we're wasting time. Yeah. You know, I, That's I, true, man. I had one buyer consultation there in like a, two years. Like I barely used it. And I actually like with the way it's set up with like what we offer our agents for support and our weekly calls, I have more friends at eXp than I did at any other brokerage. And yeah. it's like messed up to say that. And some of them, you know, a lot of them are in Toronto, but some of them aren't. Some of them are in Edmonton. Some of them are in California. So you're making friends? Making friends. I have no friends. Maybe I should do it. <laughs> I need friends. Trust okay. me, you'll, you'll fit in real well. <laughs> All right, so um, I always like to talk about the Toronto real estate market just briefly because I'd like to get different opinions. Yep. It is a hot topic right now. What the hell is going on? Uh, we have seen a surge since end of 2020 to now. Yeah. Are you, do you believe we're in a bubble? Bro, these people have been talking about bubbles like 2012. I remember seeing an article 2012. Yeah, are we in a bubble? Will the Toronto <laughs> bubble burst? 2013, will the Toronto bubble burst? 2014, 20, like, you know, are we in a bubble? I honestly don't think so. When you yeah. compare Toronto to other similar cities, New York, right. I agree. I always San do this. Fran, yep. you know, all those cities, they're yeah. declining in population. We're still like growing yes. very quickly and mm -hmm. we're in a massive home shortage. Yes, I don't are. see how prices could go down. If interest rates come up, you know, that's the only thing that I could possibly think of. But I mean, based on supply and demand, like it's very true. Buckle up because yeah. it's going to get real expensive here. I, 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 I agree very much with that. And what is your take on we're in May right now, beginning of May, June 1st, we have the new stress test being implemented. Um, your take on that. Do you think that's going to affect affordability? Do you think that's going to do you think more is more more of like a media push that may, might affect a little bit like a, a scare from the media or do you think it's actually going to affect buyers it's going to be a blip in the radar okay you know 2017 yeah. we saw the fire foreign buyer tax come in yeah. and everybody freaked out and it affected the market for like i think all that was more media driven though because sure. only eight percent of uh buyers were foreign yep so i think that was very media driven 100 percent. yeah you know and then and as soon as the scare went away like, what did we see? Boom. Yeah. COVID was the same thing. Like everyone yeah. freaked out for the month of March and April and then May. And then it's like, ever since it's just been like insane. They've, they've even done stress tests like this before, you know, it'll, it'll slow it down for a millisecond and then it's just going to take off again. Well, I'm seeing a natural cool down right now. Yeah. I don't know if you, you are too. Depends where you're looking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's very true. Every pocket is different. Yeah. But I am definitely seeing a in certain areas certain areas lower price point yeah are crazy still it's crazy and but what you like lower price point is like what eight <laughs> like 800 under 800k yeah 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 those are definitely flying off the shelves so what would be some future predictions let's say end of 2021 and it's 20 I, the I rest think, of the year i think the condo market is gonna have a really strong summer like i think yeah, if i agree there was ever a time to buy a condo just get in because this could be one of the moments where you look back and you're like that lull that we saw in october november was the bottom yeah that was it and from here you know we're at about a thousand a square foot let's say downtown on average it's not going to be unheard of to see 14, 1500 per foot be the average with like the nicer condos hitting 19 and, you know, less desirables hitting 12, 1250. Yeah. I think that's 
totally reasonable yep. for our city and where, it's, and where it's headed. So and you see these pre-con developments, you know, 1,200, 1,300 plus a square foot selling out. That's yeah. Right? And that's like the lower end pre-cons too. Yeah. Like it's, it's insane. So I just, if you want to get into the market, man, like, and it sucks, it's not easy, but mm -hmm. you just have to find a way. Yeah. I agree with the condos fully. If you guys are out there looking for condos, um, now would be a very good time because I think the run is already started. Multiples yeah. are back in yeah. terms of offers, multiple offers, but definitely you you have a bit of a window uh, yeah. to take advantage of. When they open those immigration borders, we're done. Yeah, four hundred thousand immigrants coming next year. Half of them gonna land in the GTA. Four hundred thousand coming the next year and the year after that. Like it's gonna get wild. Oh yeah, buckle up, buckle up. <laughs> so. As we near the end here, this is the Price to Sell podcast, all about selling. So I like to put my guys on the spot for oh a bit. Boy. Oh boy, have one minute, okay? One minute to sell yourself. Why use Dimitri for real estate? What do you offer? You know what? Oh, and man. every agent has to sit inside themselves and be like, what is their value proposition? And you know, I feel like I have a lot to offer on the social media side of things. Agreed. But I will say, for the consumer, the most important thing is to go with someone that you trust, you know, above all else. I don't want to hear about marketing. I don't want to hear about this and that and the other thing. If you have a shady agent or you have an agent who's just looking to cash a check, that's the difference between 20,000. That's the difference between 30,000. I would say my value proposition is I actually care. I unfortunately, it's a fault of mine. I lose sleep over this shit. Yeah, I'm the exact same way. Right? <laughs> yeah, and it's me. like, you know, somebody gets a bad deal or doesn't get the offer that they're that we should get, like I lose sleep over that. Yeah. And I'm gonna make sure we get it. So I would say that's the biggest thing um, for me. But yeah, just go with someone. You're, you're one of those true gems, man. I, I, I love working with guys in, in the industry like you. I'm the exact same way. Um, I think you probably just gained like 3.4 clients there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 3.4. There's a fourth of you out there. There's 0.4 person just out there. cut you right in half. Yeah, right in half. So um, that's pretty much it, man. So we definitely want to touch on, like, as we end, like, a little bit about what's next for you. Um, you know, any big plans in, with the business? Ooh, or We got big plans, okay, but I can't even announce them yet. You know, it's kind of like... A, Give a little hint. A little hint. A little you exclusive know, here. I think, you know, for me, still priority number one is out here slinging as, you know many houses as possible helping as many people as possible but the whole exp and the team stuff um you know i think the goal here is to really be that source for people especially in toronto we're building out some really exciting stuff to help agents that i don't think anybody can compete with so i think you know for people who are looking to get info on the brokerage we're going to be the ones to reach out to amazing amazing you're already creating waves. <laughs> uh, let's let everybody know uh, where they could find you on your socials. Yeah, best way to find me is Instagram, uh, Demetrius underscore GIA. And yeah, shoot me a DM, I, I get back to everybody. Amazing, YouTube? YouTube, so me and Ika, my girlfriend, we have a, we have a YouTube channel called Dem and Ica. It's fantastic. Go subscribe, it's, uh, we you have a laugh. lot of fun. Yeah. yeah, we got a lot of fun on there. Um, I've got a real estate YouTube channel. Got to find time for it. Um, there's a couple of videos on there, but I would say, you know, the, the best outlet is definitely Instagram. Fantastic, fantastic, man. So thank you so much for coming on. It's always been a good. pleasure. We'll look forward to many more with you. Again, guys, this is the number one real estate podcast in Toronto. Price to sell. Like, subscribe. Show your friends, show your mothers, show your grandmothers and grandparents as well. Show them all. We'll see you very soon. Love it. Cheers.
Price to sell, eh? Yeah. That's a good name. That's all I have. Yo, that's a good name. <laughs> like, when I saw that, I was like, fuck, I wish I came up with that. Yeah. 